Here I am again, all of you out there in podcast land, Foodie Monster, bringing you another episode of All Things Foodie in the great state of Texas, down here in the south. Now, don't get me wrong, I do consider myself worldly. I do keep up with everything possible to enrich my knowledge of all things foodie. Whether that be following news articles, watching shows on TV, following posts from those on my feed and the various social media platforms whatever it takes you know I'm here to learn you know it's something about food the people who prepare it the people who eat it the history the the geography of it you know the land you know location it's all fascinating to me you should see me you know when I turn on, you know, an episode of Chef's Table on Netflix or have um, on a YouTube episode of Worth It, you know, and I get those little tidbits of information or history or aha moments because I'm learning something new. I love it. I if you were to watch me, I'd imagine I'd look like a four-year-old with his wide-eyed and sitting in my pajamas in front of the Christmas tree on Christmas morning with all the presents, the magic and wonderment of believing that Santa Claus had been there the night before and the excitement of unwrapping all my presence to find out what I got. So, um, I have been, you know, here in the, the past few episodes, or a couple episodes, I should say, you know, really working on format, really working on show prep, but, you know, I'm not always going to do that because sometimes it strikes me, just like inspiration you know, picture a a painter who just thinks, man, that looks pretty. I want to paint. Picks picks up a paintbrush, dabs it in some paint, and just goes for it. That's me. That's what I do. So, like I said, here I am starting my weekend, and I'm doing it with you. The fortunate one is myself because I really appreciate you taking time out of your life to spend some time with me. Listen to what I have to gab about and hopefully give me some feedback. I am still waiting for the floodgates to open of emails, direct messages, what have you. I want to hear back from you 
as to what you think about what I've said, what I'm doing, you know, good and bad comments are all welcome, the same, and then I do, of course, want to learn from you, hey, what, what do you got going on on your plate, where have you just gone to eat at that just really blew your mind, or what places do you still go time after time that never get old? That's what I would love to discuss. Now, of course, right now, nothing really good to report as far as foodie news. You know, it seems to only thing really blowing up on my feed and 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 catching everybody's attention are these scandals where people are actually taking the grossest thing and finding it funny, I'm assuming. You know, it started out, you know, this story popped out of this girl that took a uh, half gallon or whatever it is of bluebell ice cream out of the grocery store freezer, opened it, licked it, closed it back up, and put it back. You know, that's gone completely, utterly viral. And, you know, in Texas, that's a felony. That's food tampering, I believe is what they call it. And whether I think it should, you know, be sought after that severely or not, I'm not going to put that up for debate. I'm not going to discuss it. I do think that these are crazy, ignorant kids that are doing it. Maybe some people that are not really kids, but are acting like it. And um, I wish I could tell you, hey, it stopped there. But I'm sure you've seen it yourself, that it that it's kind of like hearing about a serial killer and then hearing about all these um, people em- emulating them, imitating them, you know, doing the same thing, looking for, I guess, their five minutes of fame. Because why else would you be doing these gross things? I mean, there was a guy who opened up a jug of tea and spit in it. Now, that spit's not going to kill anybody. You may not even taste it when you're drinking the, the tea, but hey, it is gross nonetheless. And uh, nothing that you need to be doing. It's not worth it. So we'll see what happens because, you know, everybody's, uh, as far as law enforcement and, you know, companies like Bluebell and grocery stores and, some, and so forth, they're taking this pretty serious. They're not pulling any punches. So um, still kind of looking out to see well, what's going to be the fallout of this? Are we going to have some charges placed? Are people going to be getting in a lot of trouble? Or are they just um, talking a lot of big talk to, of course, deter others from doing so? And at the same time, you know, not um, let this these isolated incidents impact their bottom line. So, we'll see. If you've heard anything, you know, definitely drop me a DM, email. I'd love to hear about it. So, um, 
I'm sure you know, or and I've said it just about every episode, and I will continue to say it. If you want to reach me, go to Facebook, look for Foodie Monster, and uh, send me those DMs, comments on my page, whatever's most convenient for you. My mainstream, main platform in social media, the hub of everything, is my Instagram account. Look for Foodie Monster underscore month. Well, sorry, Foodie underscore Monster. I went a little too quick there. And uh, again, send me those DMs. Hit the button to email me. I'll look forward to hearing what you found out, what you're hearing on it, what you think about it. Um, and I'm happy to share. You know, I'll, if you're a, a fellow social media person and want me to mention your handle and so forth, just let me know. I'll send folks your way. Um, you know, we should all stick together, share the wealth, be the community that we are, and have fun. That's what it's all about, at least to me. So, um, you know, looking at other things that, that's taking place, you know, July 4th has passed. I think we uh, had a good one this year course, you know, there's surely bad news that can be reported on. I had um, a story I could share. I ha- I actually, um, my main nine to five is in the finance world. And one of my uh, teammates is actually from, um, uh, I think it's Indiana, somewhere around there, maybe. In any case, he his family uh, farms, and they ha- and one of their main business from farming is um, a uh, produce stand. So usually, you know, he makes a trip back home, has some time to connect with his family, and we reap the benefits because he comes back with bags of goodies, you know, uh, sweet corn, watermelons, cantaloupes, tomatoes. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. But this time, this re- most recent visit back home, unfortunately, there was a bit of bad news. You know, they've got way too much rain out there, and he um, came back with a lot less than he usually would. In fact, I believe just to get by uh, for his pro- his fam- big family produce stand, they've actually had to go to other farms and vendors to keep things going and I'm just um, really feeling for them you know that's a that's a big deal it's um, unfortunate that sometimes weather doesn't do what we need it to do you know not enough rain too much rain you know temperatures that that aren't what you're needing at inopportune times and so forth. Uh, we really got to think about that. Um, the other thing, you know, that kind of reminds me, it's not real recent, but um, I'm sure everybody's heard and have his opinions on, you know, the impact of our president's tariffs that are going on on um you know, incoming uh, 
produce and and what have you. You know, I um, am not looking forward to prices going up or scarcities. Oh, (laughs) speaking of scarcities, one thing that I thought was funny is, you know, one of my guilty pleasures, something I grew up on, was Taco Bell. Um, And, you know, I'm not saying as Foodie Monster that I recommend it, but again, it's just one of those things. It's like when you're hungry and you're looking for some Tex-Mex and you're looking for something quick, something affordable, well, that's a go-to for me and for a lot of people. The reason I bring them up is because I heard that they're actually having to um, go without some of their menu items and tell people, hey, you can't order, for example, quesadillas because they're having a tortilla apocalypse, a shortage of that tortilla, that ingredient, let's say. So kind of have to feel for their situation and their customers but I hear the reason for that is because of uh, a switch in vendors so it's more like they um, switched over to somebody new and then um, didn't end up getting the inflow of product that they needed and so hopefully they get um, that all figured out and the tea apocalypse ends I'll be looking out for that I haven't been personally impacted but again I don't go very often it's just one of those like I said guilty pleasures things that I indulge in from time to time in fact the last time I was there was when they were giving out free uh, Doritos Locos Tacos. So, as I often do, because my episodes are raw, it's in the field. This whole time I've been driving, looking to get some lunch. And a place on my list of, um, of barbecue joints in the area that I've wanted to try. One of them is Panther City. Panther City Barbecue. And I'm rolling up here and it doesn't look open. Which is making Foodie Man Monster a little sad. But let me um, look here. Yep. There's a sign here that says closed for vacation back on July 18th. So hey, if anybody's looking at Yelp and seeing that it's saying that um, Panther City Barbecue's open, and then you're gonna make the trip over here, let me save you the trip and tell you that, again, they're not back till July 18th or so. I'm gonna take a, um, take a pause here and continue the rest of the episode so that I can find a new place to eat. <laughs> I'll be back with you guys as soon as I can. This will just end the first segment of this episode. All right, so there we go. 
had me my good barbecue lunch I was searching for. Uh, ended up at a place also on my list of to-dos, of places that have popped up at some time or another, somewhere. And it was, it was a place called Billy Oaks Barbecue, if I'm not mistaken. Had me a big old plate of ribs and brisket and sausage and fried okra and mac and cheese. So I can tell you that they know what they're doing when it comes to barbecue. I loved every bite. You know, they did give me the lion's share of sausage and I and I really couldn't finish it, but you know, I'm bringing it home, gonna have breakfast later, snack, lunch, what have you. Or might end up as doggy treats, although the, may not be the best idea with sausage being a little fatty and whatnot. Don't want to give my dogs any kind of digestional issues. Because <laughs> you know who's cleaning that up. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, um, welcome to the bottom of the ninth when it comes to this episode. I think the first segment... Um, did a lot for the episode, therefore I don't have much to do but wrap it up with you. So I um, will admit that it's actually been a few days since the first segment and I am once again in the field driving and I... uh, might need to put a stop to the driving and recording of my episodes, but I don't know. I mean, I got my phone out of my hand. I'm not holding any kind of microphone or anything because you guys know I don't go for all the gadgets and gizmos. Not yet. Maybe, you know, in the future when I have a couple seasons under my belt, have a quite a few of you listening and uh, and it just makes sense because you know I'd also like to do um, YouTube videos while I am recording that way if you're like me prefer to watch and listen you'll have the option to do so you know um, I will not have a tattoo segment for you this time around I will tell you or maybe give you this friendly reminder that if you're looking for a deal when it comes to tattoos now's the time it's down season right so I mean Cubs September that's over that's when you're um, local shops will be tightening the belt and out to make their major money for the year on through until before the holidays when of course they know that everybody's putting their money towards gifts and food and trips and whatnot for the holidays. Now there's a trade-off because of course I'm not going to recommend that you get new ink and then expect to be out in the sun. I'm not talking about 
are using or giving any exceptions here because that prolonged exposure to your tattoo even after it's healed which minimum for black and white is two weeks for color it could take more and and that's just for you to be out of the danger zone that doesn't mean your tattoo is done healing I mean you'll you'll hear different time frames for that but I'm just talking about to prevent infection and for your tattoo not to just totally get messed up um, otherwise so I feel your pain people you know you're may have that itch and you're thinking but I got this trip that trip or I like swimming this will keep me from being able to jump in the pool whenever I want go to the water parks go to the beach yes it will there will be no beaches there will be no pools there will be no water sports of any kind for like I said that healing period after the new ink I um, have been without new ink for one of my longest stints it's not been that long uh, is the funny thing but I'm trying to take the summer off as everybody should uh, because you know there's been a lot of summers gone by where a majority of the time I'm nursing a new tattoo so I'm out of the water and I'd really like to get in it for example I'm gonna be traveling down to Galveston for a quick 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 trip uh, leaving early at like 4 a.m. on Saturday morning spending all the way through mid Sunday morning so just about what like 24 hours maybe less and where I'm actually vacationing down there the rest will be on the road and what what have you taking Monday off to recuperate though I'm not going right back to the office after all of that. What are you doing? Any uh, fun trips you're on, you've been on recently, you're about to go on? And what do you do when it comes to planning? You know, I can tell you, as someone who loves and appreciates really good food, doesn't have to be necessarily a complex gastronomical miracle deserving of a Michelin star plate now I'm not saying that and it doesn't necessarily have to be at somewhere new you know I can go to some place hey I've been there before but I know the food's good I'll go again but usually I try to to go to a a place with fewer than four establishments and an actual area of just like the size of the Metroplex, which are my usual stomping grounds here. Um, I will, I kind of go through my process because of, as an elite Yelper, I keep a collection of places I hear about in town and out that I want to eat at. So when it comes to going somewhere, I'll put the city and state in there, what have you, see what comes up and see if I can make it to a restaurant that, that's in that area. If 
I don't have anything there. I still might go further. Um, there's like food map apps and the Food Network has um, a way, or at least it used to anyway, I haven't used it in a while. It may not be available any longer. Where you can again look up um, places that have been on, on shows at the Food Network, at other um, stations and what have you. And just to make sure that again, you're eating good food. I um, went to New Orleans um, last year and I had too many places to go to, you know, because it was another quick trip, only so many meals, but I did make sure to hit up some really good, well-known places, some iconic places, and um, the only real disappointment in that is that I didn't have more time to eat more at more places. <laughs> so, um, it really astounds me. I mean, I try to stay open-minded and, hey, to be the type to say to each its own, but it really surprises me when I um, touch base with, with someone who does not have the same mindset when it comes to traveling and eating. When they're like, oh, I don't know, I'll just, you know, eat wherever, grab some McDonald's. Or sometimes they'll have places on their list that they want to eat, and it's like chain restaurants that's all across America serving you, you know, okay food, maybe close to, maybe good, you know. But to me, it just makes you want to let out a big yawn. Um, and I do my best for these people. You know, I give my recommendations and I say, hey, you know, you're going here, you sheet here, you sheet there. Sometimes it's to no avail. I mean, that they don't take my advice, don't have time to take my advice. It just doesn't work for their, for their schedule, what have you. But at least I tried, right? So... I told you um, that the weekend's near yet again, so you're kind of getting an episode that, or you definitely are, that was part one weekend, part another, so this may become a trend, maybe not, but I'm going to wish you a great weekend, thank you for coming, thank you for listening, please take time and go to my Instagram page, foodie underscore Munster. Find me on Facebook, again, foodie Munster. And send me those DMs, those emails. Make those comments. I have come to the end, computer, and program. <laughs>